Destination Planet Negro. Destination Planet Negro. Now, we did touch on this because uh, Dirt D, Derek, uh, saw it uh, himself. That was an all right movie. It wasn't great, but it was good. It was garbage, Pat. Like, all right. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm going to need to stop mincing words and tell us how you really feel. It was hilarious because when it comes in with, it's like the Illuminati of all black folks. Like, you had, like, <laughs> yeah. one black member for every, like, religious, like, so we had, like, a, yeah. a, a priest. There was, there was one Muslim, one Christian priest. It almost felt like they wanted to name it Black to the Future. It almost felt like that's what they wanted to name it, and it felt like a little Nickelodeon-y type of a type of a film. But it was just—I mean, it was so, made. The bottom line is that they made a movie. Yeah. So kudos to them. I applaud them. So on who's who's but, behind this thing? Like I haven't even heard of this. Okay, so it was written by the same person who wrote Chirac. Uh, co-wrote with Spike Lee. Okay, Co- co-written. Yes. Um, Spike Lee did not co-wrote um, um co-write this movie. No, it shows. But but <laughs> they do some clever things with history and. It's basically like these folks who are these scientists in 1939. All the uh, high-ranking black people get together at their weekly meeting. <laughs> and talk about the progression of the black race. Black folks are in uh, peril in this society. And they decide that not only America, but the world isn't safe enough for African Americans. So they decide to fly to Mars to basically try to colonize that for all. Like for, for, for the, for, so it's for like a Negro world. planet. Exactly. <laughs> that mm-hmm. was the plan. That was the plan. But the white folks are coming. Yeah, because somebody snitched, so we don't have time to actually get the party together he and get snitch. everyone on this rocket. Yeah. <laughs> so because one snitch didn't get stitches, we're only able to get one scientist, his assistant, and a special pilot. The extra person was the scientist's daughter. Daughter. Well, yeah, daughter slash. She was actually kind of very cute. So. Oh, okay. Okay. Keep things in perspective. Bro. That's what kept me watching the movie, bro. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Well, that's the that's the synopsis of the movie, and from there, it really it really has no direction. Uh, they fly uh, to what yeah. they think is Mars, but instead they fall through a black hole and end up time traveling. I guess they end up in kind of 2016, and they're kind of like shocked at like iPhones and and it's in color. So the first part of the movie is in black and white, um, oh. like when they're in the past, and when they're in the present day, it's in color. I thought you and, know it was the past. The color wasn't invented until 1974, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it it was just it wasn't. Okay. It just wasn't good. Just wasn't yeah, good. yeah, it just like, wasn't. It's, it's supposed to be a social commentary, and you can de- I can definitely see the Spike Lee influence. Yeah, he w- he was in no way, shape, or form involved in the creation of this. But you can tell s- somebody who wrote this was a big fan of Spike Lee movies. I got a lot of um, school days in this. Oh yeah, a lot of behavior was unrealistic, but it was supposed to be symbolic. Yeah. You know, well, here's my take on it. There was a movie that I saw many years ago mm-hmm. with Angelina Jolie. It was called like The World of Tomorrow. Cap- uh, Cap- Sky Captain. Yeah, Sky, Sky Captain, Captain the, the World, World of Tomorrow. Tomorrow. That was a dope movie. That like, was that really, really good. Was good. People felt, did not it, like it. it, it that, felt, was, that was a good looking movie. No, yes. it was a good movie. Exactly. I wouldn't say a good movie. It, it had a movie. nice I aesthetic. Sorry, I felt the movie looked really good. I don't think the movie was that great. If they had that type of budget, that's what the movie would have looked like. Uh, that's what they were going for. Right. They were trying to make it look like an old-timey film. Like I wouldn't say steampunk, but well, you like, know that kind of weird technology and like, everything is like super grand and very like utilitarian kind of. Uh, like, well, proxy. Yes. Very deco. Very, very. Well, it's yes. just everything's really tall. Very, in every space. Tall, you know, skyscraper. It just stuff. sounds like they were way too ambitious for the actual budget to pull it, it off. It literally looked like it was shot on my, like, shot on like an iPhone 6. Oh, yeah. man. You know what I mean? Whereas and, uh, well, Tangerine, well, which was, looked great. Which yeah, was amazing. You can't have ambition to make something yeah. look. Right. Uh, Tangerine looked way. great on right. an iPhone. I'm not sure what it was shot on. It was definitely shot on something digital, but it was like they were trying to make a $100 million movie with mothballs. 75 bucks. The whole picture to me had a very student film vibe oh yeah 
Yeah, there were uh, audio problems in some scenes. There was uh, poor editing in others. Some of them were edited spot on. There was guest stars. Well, this, yeah. uh, who started in the second? Anybody, uh, anybody worth mentioning? In, the in only acting? person that was actually like a significant person that I recognized. Bokeem Woodbine. Yeah. Not Bokeem Woodbine. <laughs> was that um, Brother Ali that played the, uh, the white rapper? I don't think it was Brother Ali, but have you ever seen Last of the Mohicans? Yeah, of course. The main, the main guy. Ago. Him. Daniel oh yeah, yeah, that, that is true. That is true. He had a, um... Daniel Day Lewis? No, 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 no. no, no. That's right. Not the main, main actor. Native American. The main Native American. Oh my god, that helped he's him. been in like in every movie. Yeah, <laughs> because he's he, oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was in it. Yeah. He was in it. Yeah. Okay. But he was in it for like 17 seconds. Yeah. It was a point in 17 seconds, but it still was 17 the guy seconds. Played like, yeah, it was. And he was also in Heat. So he played he like he had a small part in Heat, but yes, he was in he was the one person I was like, oh. There is someone that's kind of How did you end up in this? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Interesting. Somebody probably has pictures of him. Yeah. But that's what I'll say. I mean, Um, some of the performances came across as very stereotypical of. A little offensive. A little, well, a lot offensive. We got that that robot. Oh, Uh, sounded like. Yeah, the robot came across. So uh, they got. Name Strom. And the robot was one jive turkey. The robot was funny. (laughs) They had this, like, really old school, like, racist stereotype. And I don't mean racist, like, against black people. I mean, like, the old farmer who wants those niggers away from his daughter. Kind of like a ruckus character. In robot form. It was funny though. I, I, I we landed on guy. I said guy, <laughs> and if we don't guy, I don't know where we's at. Yeah, oh, <laughs> that's, what, that's basically what he sounded like throughout the whole movie. It was hilarious though. It carried the movie a and little I, bit. I, and I will point out. A high point of that character, surprisingly, was he wasn't just racist against black people. Yeah. He was racist against Asians, <laughs> against Native Americans, <laughs> against Latin folks, everyone. The re- Like, he was an equal opportunity racist. It was actually uh, very it uplifting. Was true. It was very true. By so way, can I ask, is, and this might be, is the, is the director of this movie uh, a person of color? Yes. I, w- I would guess. Yeah. Because if a white person made that movie, I'd be like, wow, yeah. you really don't like black people. It's like when you say it's like the kind of like they're like kind of cliche characters and everything like that. It's like, aren't they trying to. Well, these are cliche characters, but along the same lines as if you've ever seen uh, Spike Lee's School Days. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I found it very um, disjointed. Um, at times, it didn't know if it wanted to be a comedy or if it wanted to be a serious message film. And it would go like these 10 minute stints where it'd be. They would try to be hilarious, and a couple of jokes would hit, but we're talking like two out of out of seventeen. Yeah, exactly. And then it would go through another ten minute stint where it's like the most serious stuff you'd ever seen. You're, you're watching lynchings and stuff, and then it would go back to trying to be comedy. And they also covered the one drop rule, where one of the blackest characters, like legitimately blackest characters, I think the dude in real life maybe a rapper. Yeah. The, the one of the realest dudes was this white rapper in the movie. Yep. It was kind of surprising, but um, I found it very disjointed. Is that what you're asking? Okay, um, Spike Lee. Uh-huh. I haven't... He's five foot two. I don't think I've seen a good movie of his since the 25th hour. Mmm. Wow. No, no, Inside, Inside Man was decent. I liked Inside Man, but his films are not packing the political punch that they used to. Well, and, well it wasn't Spike Lee. It was the guy who worked with Spike Lee who directed but it. I, yeah. I, know, I know that he worked with uh, Spike Lee on Chirac or whatever. Mm-hmm. So my question is, what did you expect? What did I expect? Yeah. I honestly expected a movie with a little more focus. I wasn't so much looking for a Spike Lee-esque movie. I was just looking for something that really showed that you've worked with a veteran director and somebody who generally has ideas in place. I could see the influence in the intent of the movie, but not really in the execution. But then again, Spike Lee's been doing uh-huh. this for like 20-some-odd years, 30-some-odd years, and this dude is fairly new. 
Okay. There's symbolism, and then there's Lawrence Fishburne literally running to the center of uh, of the school, ringing a bell and telling black well, people, "Hey, wake up. wake up!" Yeah, it was it was very you know? preachy. Well, it's like every- Oliver Stone does that as well. Well, and Oliver Stone at the very least has talent. This was okay. Pause. That was unfair. That was an unfair thing to say. Um, this was overtly uh, heavy-handed in your face. Yes, there were scenes where they specifically said, "We have a black president now. You need to understand, we're free." I think yeah. that's an actual line because um, she leaned out of the car and said it in the well, tree. They got pulled over. Yes. When they got pulled over by the cop. Mm-hmm. And then they're just like, Obama's black and he's half white. And I just thought <laughs> you should know that we're. And it was just, uh, man, I, I'm, I'm like waiting for Black Lives Matter to happen right now. I'm like, yeah. wow, if they go here, I'm like, all right, you, you forced the I understand. Yeah, those were some say. of the moments that really, so. that really jived with me because it, it was all right. Yeah. Uh, it's like, we get it. You're impressed with the future. Let's actually get a story here. And it was, it was awful, struggling man. to to balance between comedy and yes. serious message. So you're saying film. so the message was 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 not coming it, through. It, it no, 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 the message came the message. through loud and clear. It was a two and cl- then when you got it, they wrote it on a sledgehammer and then dinged you in the side of the head with it over and over it's again. Like- and then when you were unconscious, they took a megaphone, right. stood over your unconscious body, and screamed it in your face. So what is the message of the film? The message of the film is black people need to come together and rise above and then appreciate in the future we have a black president and we have started to come together and rise above but we still have a ways to go to come together and rise above and then once we come together and rise above we will finally have come together and risen above but until then we need to come together and rise above because the the committee of smart black people in the past would want us to do this in the future and yeah there was was, a committee there was there was a committee of smart black people all the smart black people in the world get together for like weekly meetings and and my in this movie my biggest issues with the film actually besides the weekly meeting of of smart black people no no my biggest issues with the film is that it felt a little too back to the future part three um if you know what i'm talking about like remember how doc stays behind yeah yeah they did the exact same thing in this yeah if you had mary steenbergen waiting for you too you might yeah (laughs) there was a part where i guess someone wanted to go back and get hitler and it felt a little inglorious bastards too. Yeah, so there was there was one know, dude who 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 decided he's gonna he's gonna he's save gonna the future Hitler. with gay sex. So that sounds like they were <laughs> stretching this movie. To be fair, oh, gay sex is not the end all be all answer to everything. <laughs> yeah. It can solve not, some right, problems, first of all, not Pat. all problems. <laughs> Someone saw you, Rent and was like, yeah, you know what? I suddenly know how to accept and appreciate everybody. I can't, yeah. I can't believe I'm bringing this up on the show, but yeah. I can't believe this. It was a movie back in the day called Brother Future. Do you remember this? No, wait, Brother Future. Brother, brother Future. Brother from okay. Brother from another planet. Brother Future. That's what I was thinking. No, yeah, yeah. not Brother from another planet. Brother Future. I don't. I don't remember the actor's name, but he was on the Wayne's Brothers. He was on... Oh, Marlon Wayne's. Not Marlon Wayne's. <laughs> uh, uh, I feel like his name is like TK something. Oh, wait, 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 wait. You talking about the, the pimp? Yes. Yeah, I know exactly I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. Um, he was in this movie called... He was TC on the show. TC the on the show, yes. Yeah, yeah. He was in a movie called Brother Future where he was like this kind of con artist kind of a guy in like 1990 and he was running away from the cops, slipped and fell, woke up in like slavery times. And <laughs> it was him and he, and he couldn't get out of it and he basically had to figure out his stuff and then eventually he woke up in the present. This movie kind of felt like that, just the reverse. It was like a whole lot of... Like a Living Chappelle show skit, man. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was, it was, you know. All right, I mean, well, we've said the bad. Uh, anything you'd call out that was a positive in this movie? Well, again, you know, I could say whatever I want about the movie. The bottom line is, is that they made one, you know, and every movie is someone's favorite movie. So, yeah. you know. Between the bad comedy and between the over heavy handed 
uh, pro-blackness, there were these moments of actual Question. introspection. I'll say to me, it wasn't a it wasn't a great movie, but I could see I could see people watching it and just having a ball laughing with it, you yeah. know, what I mean? or at it or whatever. But you know. yeah, like if it's your type of movie, if you want a little mini little not too serious educational kind of a film or yeah, if you well, just want to support a local awesome like local yeah, well, film festival like, go see yeah. it go see uh, it I would, re- I would I, believe it or not I would recommend somebody see this I'm going to say I did not like this movie but I would still recommend people watch it uh, I always recommend people see the film even if I didn't like it nah nah they I, might. I'm a hard bastard about that stuff it's just like nah you gonna, you gonna the, like the, this I, I mean honestly I just thought the movie was a little longer than what it needed to be I, 142 oh, d- minutes definitely. long I think it, yeah. it, it needed to be like one, one yeah. hour and like half hour, an hour and a half mm-hmm. I, could, I, I could see this running on maybe PBS yeah, if they if they edit it better, if they yeah. if they if they could have edited it down to an hour, the robot would have been the comic relief. Yeah, and they could have gotten their point across. The most poignant parts were when we got to see the perspective of modern America, especially black life in modern America. Yeah, urban life, I'll say. Yeah, in uh, modern America, through the eyes of like 1960s citizens. Yeah black folks from an era where we have repression we don't have gay rights we don't have black rights we don't have um gender neutrality yeah we don't have any acceptance of any uh lifestyle if you're not rich white uh male and relatively was, up, up, middle to upper class to upper class even though the acting was poor i thought when that little retro uh that little retro scene where they were just going back with like the pictures of martin and stuff yeah you know that that was poignant like the girl acted very well in that scene so. it, it was a little heavy for yeah. me but i see what they were going for and conceptually yeah. yeah i think it's it was still worth seeing yeah 